0: Lesson planning for your special ed students. Hey, special ed teacher, in today's episode, I'll be talking about five must-haves in lesson planning when teaching your students with disabilities. All right, but before we get into it, if you haven't downloaded it yet, make sure to go and grab my free IEP meeting checklist before the meeting. This quick and easy checklist will keep you aware of what steps you need to take so you don't miss a thing at that next IEP. Meeting. So go ahead and grab this free resource in the show notes. Okay, let's get into the episode. Hey, special ed teachers, welcome to Stepping into Special Education. Are you confused with writing IEPs? Need a system to track data? Are you up late Googling strategies for behavior management? Do you wake up with huge goals only to feel that you're not doing enough? Hey, I'm Michelle. I, too, teach special ed in a low socioeconomic community. I, too, wanted more connection with my special needs families. I wanted help with IEP meetings and needed more training with behaviors. And I kept asking myself, am I even doing a good job? Until I finally found the right strategies and support. In this podcast, you will find guidance with IEPs, behavior strategies, and SPED support so that you will know you've made an impact. So grab your iced coffee, clipboard, and your favorite pen. It is time to get things started. If you're just getting into special ed, or shoot, you've been at it for a while now, lesson planning for multiple grades and abilities can make you want to pull your hair out. (laughs) Trust me, I know. Within the elementary grades, being in the self-contained classroom in grades K through second or third through fifth, or even in the resource room teaching grades TK all the way to sixth grade, I have probably created all different combinations of lesson planning groups. But especially when I first started teaching in the self-contained classroom, I had no idea how to begin setting up the structure to instruct my kiddos. Do I teach them all together? What curriculum do I use? What does my aid do? That first year, I did the best I could mostly teaching my students whole group. I also had my aide assist me with the students while I taught at the front of the class. I had mentor teachers and colleagues help guide me with what to do. But what helped me most was when I finally took different SPED trainings to help me with what to do and get that basic setup started. But y'all, it took a while. It's crazy the lack of training special ed teachers receive before jumping into their very own classroom. So I'm hoping I can help you get there a little bit faster than I did. So if you're struggling with lesson planning, here are five must-haves when teaching your students with disabilities. For must-have number one is essential standards that build. What I mean by this is choosing a standard that is the most needed. For instance, reading comprehension is an essential skill that every reader needs. And not only that, but reading comprehension is a skill that is in every single grade level. So this is a perfect standard to concentrate on for a lesson. So since every grade level needs reading comprehension, you're able to meet this grade level standard. So you can be teaching a combo of third through fifth grade and still satisfy exposing the students to grade level material with scaffolds and strategies needed for the student to reach the standard. So for number one, are essential standards that build. If you're struggling with lesson planning, here are five must-haves when teaching your students with disabilities. For must-have number two is... Separate groups according to ability or grade level. At this point of the year, about November, you should already have a good idea of where your students are performing academically. If not, or if you need current data, you can do a quick assessment in a particular area that is needed. Go ahead and listen to episode 31, entitled four types of assessments you need to do first to help get you started. I'll be sure to go ahead and link this episode in the show notes. But knowing what groups each student should belong to, whether you group them by ability level or grade level, you should have a good idea of who goes in which group. Typically in group rotations, you should group them in three different groups. This will help with creating your lessons. So for number two, are separate groups according to ability or grade level? If you're struggling with lesson planning, five must-haves when teaching your students with disabilities for must-have number three is a whole group lesson. Utilizing the standard, this is the time you'll be teaching a quick to the point lesson that all students need to learn. It should last between 10 to 15 minutes, depending on your time block for English language arts. Some teachers recommend a 15 to 20 minute block for whole group, but after teaching my students with autism or students with pretty short attention spans, seven to 10 minutes would be a good idea. The lesson could cover identifying the main character or a detail from a story. Just go ahead and pick one thing from that essential standard to concentrate on, just one. Then you'll be able to continue with that lesson when you move into the small group lessons afterwards. So for number three is a whole group lesson. If you're struggling with lesson planning, five must haves when teaching your students with disabilities for must have number four is small group lessons. In a mild to moderate special day classroom, there is typically the teacher and one paraprofessional for a class of about 15 students. It could be a little more. You may have another aide or a one-to-one. So for small groups, as a general rule of thumb, I suggest creating three small group lessons. One small group lesson for the teacher, one for your aide, and then one for an independent group. In the teacher's small group, we can introduce a new topic or connect it to the whole group lesson previously. In my aid small group lesson, I tend to give them something consistent that the students need to practice. For instance, letter sound recognition, sight words, or fluency, depending on the group's level. Then for the independent small group, there would be lessons the students can do independently, completely on their own. So for number four are small group lessons. If you're struggling with lesson planning, five must-haves when teaching your students with disabilities for must-have number five is independent small group ideas. I understand most of our students need that direct instruction with a staff member, and often it's difficult to find activities they can do independently. Sometimes if you are blessed with extra personnel in your class, I would highly recommend having this extra person help with groups if, and I mean, if they can do so. I emphasize this if, when you may have a one-to-one in your classroom, because technically that person needs to concentrate on their particular student. Especially if that one-on-one is coming from an outside agency, I would recommend not having them run a group. So if you don't have the staff, some independent groups I've done are computer activities like Lexia, I Ready or a reading or math intervention program your school district or school provides. Students can work on their reading comprehension quizzes, like for Accelerated Reader, also known as AR. They can practice reading their decodables, do some sight word practice, and educational board games. When I taught in the self-contained class, my class aides and I created IEP goal binders or bins this binder or bin contained items or work that pertain to a student's academic IEP goals that the students could do independently. This helped a ton. My aides helped me maintain this and replace more worksheets or activities throughout the year. So the last point is number five, independent group ideas. I hope this gave you an idea of what must be included in your lesson plans. So to recap, Struggling with lesson planning, here are five must-haves when teaching your students with disabilities. For number one, is an essential standard that builds. Number two, separate groups according to ability or grade level. Number three, whole group lesson. Number four, small group lessons. And last, number five, independent small group ideas in the free private Facebook group, go ahead and let me know what you need most when it comes to lesson planning. You can go ahead and join us at www.facebook.com backslash groups backslash stepping into special ed. Also, if you haven't downloaded it yet, make sure to grab my free IEP meeting checklist before the meeting. This quick and easy checklist will keep you aware of what steps you need to do before that next IEP meeting so you don't miss a thing. Go ahead and grab this free resource in the show notes. All right, my friend, I'll catch you on another episode of Stepping into Special Education. Take care and have a great week. Hey, before you leave, if you felt this show taught you something and got you one step closer to where you want to be, please leave me a quick review and follow this podcast. It is the best thing you can do to keep the show going. Also, be sure to join my free Facebook group. You'll be able to connect with me and get support from fellow educators just like you. Remember that you do make a difference and that there's always that one student that can't wait to see you every single day. Till next time, my friend, take care.